2: Hello and welcome to the 78th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. Cat.
1: <laughs> Cats. God, Cats. Damn it.
2: Hey Spencer, I Are need we you sponsored to by this one.
1: Okay, just Are we sponsored by go. Cannondale now?
2: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 78th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, rumors straight from the source, and all of your Kona Triathlon update needs.
1: Oh good.
0: This is Tim Excellent. Hayes in Orlando, Florida. Uh, this is the little guy in the dining room plugging in a lamp
1: all right this is spencer howe in boston massachusetts um the homeland of cyclocross
2: well guys i gotta say it was a fantastic week i'm a little jet lagged since our last episode which i thought went off really really well especially the second edition that was updated but uh i really enjoyed how uh we had all those great interviews from uh Mm -hmm. richmond that were thrown on there Mm -hmm. um Lots of cool stuff. So good job editing that one, Spencer. In all sincerity, yep. Um, and little guy, I really enjoyed the bike building that you were doing after uh, throughout the episode. That was fantastic.
0: Uh, you're welcome. I um, you're welcome. I don't know. You're welcome. So last week, as you guys
2: know, I was in Kona, and I just want to give you a quick update. I have a lot of respect for Iron Man athletes especially those that are in the the top half like the there's a distinct the good difference ones. the good ones two and a half mile swim 112 mi- 12 mile bike and then a marathon that is fairly impressive and i do believe that they deserve a little bit of a shout out so congratulations yeah. to the winners and then all of the top competitors the question for me is there's also like the
1: but not not at all to those people in like the back 50 percent screw those idiots no, 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 no. I, I give
2: them a lot of respect, but just because they have more uh, fortitude than myself, like I would have quit, right? Um, I would have
1: died. I wouldn't have yeah. quit. I would have died before I even thought about quitting. Like I'd be like, I should probably quit I mean, and I would drown. Like we're talking
2: – yeah, I mean there's 80-year-old folks doing this. I mean I can only hope that when I'm 80 years old that I'm able to do something like that. So all in all, I was uh, I was impressed. It was a lot of fun. I have a lot of respect for the people that were out there in Kona. But then we can talk about their goofy bikes with the hydration systems integrated into the top two. We can talk about Mm -hmm. the compression sleeves and all that. But, you know, it was a fun event. I'm happy that I got to go see it.
1: All We're all happy for you.
2: So I don't really have much else to say about Kona unless you guys have actual questions about it.
1: How many pairs of board Mm -hmm. shorts did you buy?
2: Um... I did not have very many. I was okay. Hmm. But it was really hot and muggy. I mean, they said it was the hottest Ironman on record. And that, oof, pretty crazy. We had a, um, uh, a listener tweet us that was actually in one of the support vehicles in a Dodge Caravan following the uh, race, jumping in and out, fixing um, flat tires.
1: <laughs> Dodge I really like
2: the idea of an old Dodge Caravan. I hope it had fake wood paneling.
1: The race caravan had a Dodge Caravan? That's pretty yeah. sweet.
2: Very exciting. it's mm-hmm. so. good. Anyway, oh, okay. um, but one thing I did want to get on, guys, when I was flying back from Honolulu, is a direct flight to uh, Chicago, I was lucky enough to get an upgrade to a fancy business class where you have your own private TV and remote control. Mm. Um, and now, little guy, business class, I don't know if you know this, but there's first class, which is like <laughs> ultra bougie, and then there's business class, which is like kind of that mid-level
1: and, and little, then you get, little guy, I, I want to interject, you you tell too. me, little guy, uh, he is, he's, he's, airplanes are these metal tubes that fly <laughs> through the air, like a, a, in the sky. They're hard to see sometimes, but you can hear them. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, in one of those. Been so I was,
2: those. I was lounging about in my, uh, business class seat. And so basically they had an episode of the Vellon TV, which is like a 30 minute episode following uh, professional cycling, which Wait, was that pretty cool. Real?
0: Yeah, I've never actually tried to uh, look it for that or find that or anything. That's real.
2: Yeah, they have a couple of the episodes up on uh, YouTube. It's like you know they're the one they're that group that has all the yeah. uh, cameras on the bikes and everything. So mm-hmm. the episode was like interviewing the Tinkoff Saxo chef, and then they had a um, little interlude with that uh, Italian guy for Garmin that won the big stage at the Giro, mm-hmm. the like fifteen year old kid or whatever. Um, he looks like he's about 12, doesn't he? Yeah.
0: What's his name again? I don't know. David from Formiglio. Yeah,
2: yeah, something like that. No, Formiglio or something. Um, so they interviewed uh, you know, him. It was, anyways, it was a good story, but the kicker was that they had an hour-and-a-half documentary on there, and I think it was a French public television documentary in which they followed um, a guy from uh, Breton Sachet. They followed yeah. a mayor of the small town... That for ten years was trying to get the tour to stop into his uh, his city, <laughs> and that was the stage where Froome and Nairo traded attacks with Froome taking the win. Yeah. Um, and then they talked to uh, various other people within the caravan, like the the publicity caravan, and they talked to a podium girl all about their responsibilities throughout the tour. So it was like a day in the life of each person over the course of the tour. It was really interesting. Um, the publicity caravan, you know, that's that multi-kilometer long parade of cars where mm-hmm. they throw out like gummy bears and everything.
1: the gummy bears. They, they don't
0: actually throw gummy no, bears. No, they do.
2: They whip it at the people.
0: Like <laughs>
2: the, cars are at going, the people. The cars going by at like 30 miles an hour and they're like tossing the, you know, little little sample pack of gummy bears or cheese.
0: And uh, I oh, mean, it hits people. It's, it's pretty good. And she
2: even says, she's like, I tried to throw it on the ground. <laughs>
0: Anyways, really I, cool. I, I can tell you, I just went to the Velon website and they yeah. got a nice gallery. But they've got, the best part is if you go to the Lotto Sodel page, they've got those great pictures where they're playing like uh, celebrity like uh, Connect the Dots or something. And they're all like in their little cages. Yeah. Just, just go there and look at the pictures. It's so great. I will. Because yeah. I will say it was. Uh, oh, Hanson's all curled up. Hanson's
2: all curled up like a little baby. I'm going to have to find that link, and I'll send it out to everybody. But anyways, it was a pretty cool documentary. The best part about the documentary, though, was that it was um, lip-synced. Or not lip-synced, but uh, dubbed, sorry. And so like, if it was like two French women talking, it would be in English, but they'd be very like trying to be unique in the voices. It was, it was pretty cool. So anyways, um, but I know that's not the biggest movie on everybody's mind.
1: <laughs> no. no one
2: cares mm-hmm. about that one. Everyone cares about the one that's coming out very soon. Uh, Is there a new Pixar film coming out I, or something? It's almost as it's almost May as good as, well as
1: it Be yeah. So. yeah.
2: Are you guys excited about the new Lance Armstrong movie, aka
0: the program?
1: The program. I'm
0: afraid of it, though. Betsy Andreu says it's good, so she must like the point of view of the movie. I'm which which I would probably agree with. I'm not saying I wouldn't agree with that, but I am super stoked for this movie. Mm.
2: I am excited for it. How about you, Spencer? Don't you,
0: you think good. it's going to be painful to watch? <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm curious. Because like, we, yeah. we know how it ends. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. How is that good? Because well, I think don't like there's... like a little mystery in your movies? Like if there was a, a David E. Rebellin movie, we wouldn't Ooh. know how it ended because he'll I mean, keep cycling forever.
1: When, when we all went to the theaters in middle school to see Titanic with our girlfriend um, you know, and try mm-hmm. to hold hands, we all knew how that movie was going to end. It doesn't really matter.
2: I didn't have a girlfriend during when the Titanic was big. (laughs) Thanks for bringing up my horrible um, youth. But the (laughs) – guys, that movie like – there's so much about it. You got the Floyd Landis guy. He's like Mm -hmm. the only redhead in Hollywood it seems it's playing Floyd Landis. (laughs) Uh, He's Uh the guy from uh, Friday Night Lights. Landry (laughs) from Friday Night Lights. And then you've got um, Ben Foster playing Lance. And I don't know. I'm sold. You have Dustin Hoffman. As the guy from SCA Production or Promotions, the um the lawyer that was really going after him. I don't know. I'm I'm what? super stoked.
1: Nice. Hmm. Yeah. I'm uh I, I'm pretty I'm pretty into it. Like a lot of the uh, period piece bikes and jerseys and all that stuff. It looks like they pretty much nailed a lot of the details, which is good. Um, you know, because that's the thing. What we're all gonna try to pick apart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Well,
2: and, um I So on cycling movies, and we'll get back to the Lance movie, but where. Where do you anticipate this movie falling? So, first off, Spencer, what's your favorite cycling movie of all time?
1: Uh, rad, without rad. a doubt.
2: Without yeah. a doubt, okay. And uh, I, I knew really? that was coming. And yeah. you saw the news that Crew Jones, the guy that played Crew Jones, is starring in a new BMX movie Bill um, Allen? Next, next year. Yeah, Bill That's Allen's going to be awesome. in a new movie. Yeah. So, um, little guy, what's your favorite cycling movie? I
0: have this video, cool. video called BM- BMX Extreme that's my favorite cycling movie
2: so my favorite cycling movie obviously is Breaking Away and I like American Flyers I hope that this American Flyers is. wait
1: wait wait Tim yeah did you really not pick Quicksilver
2: oh man Quicksilver or uh, Premium Rush those are two great movies
1: Premium Rush is terrible but I Uh, I thought for sure you were going to pick Quicksilver
2: okay okay Spencer ask me again
1: what's your favorite movie Tim oh that's an easy one Quicksilver it's got Kevin (laughs) Bacon it's amazing (laughs) You don't need Six Degrees
2: for that one, no. No. I mean, that's got everybody. It's got Nelson Vales. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's oh, what a classic. So
1: yeah. I have that I think, on VHS, and I have not owned a VHS player in like 10 years, so I that, mean, that tells you something.
2: Other great cycling movies have come out too, right? We've got um, the there's lesser a, movies. There's American- a really
1: good one that probably nobody has seen, actually, called Two Seconds. Um, about oh, that a, was good. Yeah. It's, it's a French movie, and it's overdubbed. Um, but it's no, about it's a, Canadian. It's French. Oh, well, Canadian. yeah, yeah, Montreal. But it's in French. Uh, I don't and think it's, it's overdub- in French. Anyway, you're making this take a lot longer than I'm. Call- I'm calling your
0: bluff. I'm calling your bluff. It's not overdubbed. Anyway, go on. Go on.
1: It's subtitled. <laughs> so, For fuck's sake. Anyway, it's about a woman, woman pro downhiller who has to retire, and she doesn't know what to do, so she becomes a bike messenger, and it's a kind of an interesting movie. So check it out.
2: All right, I'll watch that one, and then so. I guess we yeah. just came up with a pretty decent list. I mean, there's other good movies, Triplets of Belleville. Yeah, we've got um, uh, uh, you
1: know any
2: of the documentaries that have come out that we've talked about on here many times. Those are oh, good. Yeah. Hell on Wheels. But, oh yeah, I mean
1: uh, there's Overcoming. there's some Hell. solid movies out. Hell.
2: Premium Rush. I didn't mind that one. It's got uh, you know, Gordon Levitt in it. I, I thought it was okay.
1: <laughs> I've never seen that one, and I kind of didn't go out of protest, and now I kind of want to see it, but I don't want to. I don't want to stoop. To that level I guess
0: I mean there's clearly some plot holes in it um, But it's you know
1: It's a good
2: movie
0: Because Quicksilver like just kind of Just flows all together
2: It does (laughs) My favorite part about Quicksilver Quicksilver. is that most people think That it takes place in New York City Because of the whole stock exchange story But it actually takes place in San
0: Francisco At the Mm. little known San Francisco Stock exchange (laughs) (laughs) All right, Spencer you're right It was in French I'm wrong You're right
1: I, I know, that. know that. I just right. didn't want to rub it in, but that's funny. little guy. That
2: is that is always going to be put on the um, next version, <laughs> Of the slow ride podcast sampler.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so, which just came out with a new one. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a second. But guys, Lance Armstrong, the program movie, is it thumbs up already before you see it or thumbs down?
1: Uh, thumbs up,
2: uh, way up for me. I'm thinking good. really. I'm it can't thinking, fail. Yeah,
1: I'm thinking thumbs up. <laughs> I gotta go see it. It, <laughs> it's, there's an, it has to test positive, right? Like, it's thumbs up all around.
0: Oh, oh nice. well. Is done. it going to be uh, in theaters, or is this a video on demand sort of thing? <laughs> no, this, just, doing this is straight in theaters. I mean, they, this is yeah. possibly,
1: be there for at least possibly the Academy
0: Award
2: conversation from what I hear.
0: Oh, please. That's, that cannot be Not true. Not for the, the
2: screenwriting or anything, but, you know, for the special <laughs> effects.
0: Special
1: effects, getting Ben Foster to ride up mountains super fast—that's pretty good.
0: So, little guy, you excited for it or no? No, I'm not excited for it. So, the
2: only movie, the only movie that I was really excited for, guys, that failed miserably was the Omni Theater production of the Tyler Hamilton um, story when he broke his collarbone in 2004. Could
0: that not be good?
2: Because they cut out all of the Tyler Hamilton references and just and then focused it 100% on Jimmy Casper because they didn't want to bring up the uh, conversation about the whole doping thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's about the effects of cycling on the brain. And Casper, of course, you may remember, actually ends up mm-hmm. in the neck brace um, from the race.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't 100%.
2: remember that.
0: Why did he end up in a neck brace?
2: Um, because he had that big crash in stage one when Levi went out and Tyler broke his collar. Oh, well, he went down in that. Okay. Okay. So
1: anyway. All right. So yeah, so we're all agreed. Rad is the best movie, uh, cycling related. <laughs> uh, that there's no debate there. But uh, what is up for debate is um, some of the some of the things around the program. You know, Ben Foster actually said that he did some EPO to see what it was like to like get into the mind of Lance Armstrong and all this stuff. Like kind of weird stuff. And I was thinking, you know, that's a that's a pretty bold move for an actor. But I guess that's what you gotta do. Um, you gotta live the part. Right. But I was you know, I was like, is is he the right guy? Maybe he's not. I don't know. And it threw all these questions in the air and I started thinking, you know, if if I was the producer of that, who would I cast in these roles? And um I don't know. I was I was gonna throw that over to you guys too and, and see if there were any uh any changes you would make to this lineup.
2: Well I would personally I would keep um Ben Foster as Lance, but I would bring in Tyler Hamilton as Tyler and Floyd Landis as Floyd. Um, and just go straight biopic, like where they're in it, like make it super meta. like So Floyd is playing a version of himself.
0: Interesting. (laughs) That would be good. Um, I I don't even want to answer now. I think that's probably the best possible answer.
1: I don't know. See, I was thinking uh, Tyler Hamilton would be played by Nick Cage. Oh, that
0: Mm. could be a good one. That could be a really good one.
1: You don't think he'd be
0: a better Landis? I think he'd be a better Landis, personally
1: maybe uh i was thinking actually another nick for landis i was thinking a uh, nick nolte
0: Ooh, i don't know tyler, he, tyler can do, he can do that, the
1: crazy look
0: are you are you sure you're
2: not thinking of gary Busey?
1: maybe but uh, <laughs> they're both,
0: i think they're i think they're pretty equal in that i think we should get the um do you guys remember the guy from swing kids the guitar player from swing kids What is Swing Kids? Is that is that a ska band? You never saw Swing Kids? I swear to God, I watched Swing Kids in every history class I had from seventh grade until like (laughs) tenth grade. We watched Swing Kids because it was about World War II, and you know it was feel good. They were Nazis, then they weren't Nazis. They learned to overcome Nazis.
2: You you sound like you had
0: an amazing substitute teacher that just like pulled out the VHS tape
2: whenever they were in class. You
0: you wouldn't know anything about that. No, I literally (laughs) watched it. Multiple years in a row. I've never seen Swing Kids not in a school environment over multiple days. Um, there's a guy; he's at the guitar player. He should be. Uh, he should be Tyler. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to
1: go. You look guys down haven't one seen up. Swing nope.
2: Kids, so
1: I think. Uh, well, well, guys, I'm think,
2: excited about the movies. I think I think we need to get the conversation everyone wants to talk about.
1: All right,
0: Abu moved Oh, no, man. I, I actually am going to boycott talking about Abu Dhabi so you guys can talk about it without me, but it's yeah. stupid and we should talk about all the cool Euro races that occurred and all the good riders were unfortunately at Abu Dhabi. Holy crap, Christian Bale was not Swing Kids, you guys.
2: So, what? like a little guy, I know you don't want to talk too much about Abu Dhabi, but there are a couple of things that, that do need to be mentioned. I you
1: didn't want to talk about it at all.
2: First off, Abu Dhabi had the UCI Cycling Gala and... Mm-hmm. uh Peter Sagan, of course, yeah. came dressed up like a rock star, not in a suit and tie like everybody else. Um, Good for be.
0: him. Came was it at a bowling alley, up. like the MCF banquet? And then um, the, <laughs> Is the it one still cool in thing though Was a bowling
1: though, alley? Was,
0: I don't know. I haven't been to it in years. <laughs> I don't one
1: cool thing was, was the, f- hmm. the
2: final stage had live onboard cameras um, being used in the, in the coverage.
1: That's impossible.
2: First time. So it was like an F1 race, but it was taking place on the F1 course. So maybe that had something to do with how they were able to uh, get the coverage from the live camera the to the, uh, the broadcast feed. Hmm. So, anyway, I the, Abu Dhabi, uh, the coolest thing about that
1: away. was when Peter Sagan did uh, an exchange in the pit lane of the F1 course. Did you see that?
2: Oh, I did not. He swapped bikes serious? and
1: helmets in pit row uh,
2: during the race? Yeah. Oh, that's great! How about the picture of Peter Sagan on top of the camel in the World Championship? Oh finals?
1: yeah, yeah, saw that. That was pretty good.
2: This sounds like a really captivating it, race. Was there was there a bike race there, or was yeah, it? Yes, and bullshit, Tom Boonen, Tom Boonin crashed out, and he's out for six months easily. This yeah, that's one of the just, worst that's crashes.
1: Pretty he's ever much had. the worst thing ever. Oh. So that's he, very. Can simple. he get? He
0: can't. Every time he gets fit, and our hopes get up that it's it's time for one last moment of Tom. Something mm-hmm. like this happens. So six months from now, guys. I mean, we're looking at March, right? April, which means he he will not be ready for spring next year. Which means he'll retire. He'll have to do another year if he, we want to have another moment of Tom. It's been since 2012 since we've had a great moment of Tom. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Kind of sad.
1: He was looking really good at, at, in Richmond as well. You know, he got in that late move, and I don't know. I I, I think we were on a return to to Tomke for form, and. uh
0: but no, this is kind of why out the
1: window because of some stupid race in the desert.
0: Exactly, he could have been in Europe racing Paris Tours, the Sprinters Classic. Instead, he was in Abu Dhabi doing nothing, getting hurt instead of racing an actual classic. Yep. Yeah. Very sad. So. It's bullshit. I really, I really dislike this Abu Dhabi They got Dubai that, race they got like that a, big, big
1: money. They're probably paying all the start money and everything, and that's why the UCI Gala yeah. was there and. You know, they, but it's
0: it's crazy because like Paris Tours should be a pro tour event, and mm-hmm. it's not a pro tour event. And like you've got all these great little Italian one day races. What about Lombardy? Lombardy's a world tour event, but like they 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 shook up the schedule so they could put this Abu Dhabi crap and other races that pay more money in there and take out all these small like take away the limelight from these small Italian and French races mm-hmm. that are like great ways to end the season. Mm-hmm. And have all this history and have all these great winners. And instead you've got all the biggest riders racing in Abu Dhabi. And you've got no I mean, no offense to the guys who like won uh Paris Tours Trenton, obviously a good sprinter, or mm-hmm. like Bachlands who won like uh Gio d'Amelia. But like those races used to be like Amelia used to be a sweet build up to Lombardy and you'd have all the big the big Italian like heavy hitters there testing their form and now it's it's second tier. I mean, that's where the gummy bear first shown. <laughs> that's where the, um,
2: that's where they used to have the debut of the uh, world championship jersey too, right? Mm-hmm. On those races, yeah. It wasn't
1: at well, Abu Dhabi. And, and,
0: and one, the best thing about the fact that you used to have Lombardy and Paris Tours at the end of the season is your two big final races. You had one for the climbers, one for the sprinters. So it didn't matter who became world champion that year. They had one big event to show the jersey. Yep. And and this year, I mean, Abu Dhabi is not. It doesn't have the same prestige as doing like a, I don't know how old Paris Tour is, but it's very old, you know, like a prestigious older classic with a really exciting final. It was the fastest race ever to like this year, over 200K. And instead, all the biggest riders are in Abu Dhabi riding around in the flattest, most boring desert on earth. Yeah. Was this the
2: first time Abu Dhabi's happened this late in the year? It's the first time it's happened.
0: Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of Tour of Qatar. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, you're thinking of all the other Petrodollar yeah, races that. that nobody gives shit about.
1: <laughs> Start in the desert and we end in the desert. That's how it goes.
0: So, was there anything missing in the UCI awards um,
2: that you guys noticed Wow well, the big awards evening? Because they're yeah. trying to make it like this big, you know, NHL awards kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they um, they went through and did all kinds of awards. Actually, they you know they presented Peter Sagan officially with his jersey and everything, and they. They presented the individual World Tour classifications for the top three, Alejandro Valverde, Rodriguez, and then Nairo Quintana. They awarded the top team, Movistar, the top nation, Spain, uh, the Time Trial World Champion, the team world champion, BMC. They did all this stuff. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, they presented the Giro d'Italia winner, the Tour de France Seems winner. It's like the...
2: a pretty broad list. Like, they couldn't possibly have forgotten anything.
1: Well... They forgot every single female athlete. They did a a men's hour record holder for Wiggins and they did a women's hour record holder. Um, But uh, that was the only woman on this whole list. (laughs) They did the top three World Tour individual classifications. Hey, Spencer. Spencer.
0: Wait, Spencer, stop. 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 Spencer. Spencer. What? I'm sure they had a really good reason for that. Like they didn't have enough time or money or something.
1: It was being the UCI. I think all the women that weren't there, um, you know, they claimed the UCI claimed they invited all the ladies, but nobody could afford to go because it's Abu Dhabi. Um, so did I don't they know. not have
2: a race? The, the women didn't have a race either, no, so they didn't ever so. to No,
1: no. So that's kind of shady of the UCI to like, you know, take all this money and then do their gala there, but not invite everybody. And then you know, you would think if you're going to do it out of the way like that. Maybe you fly your your yeah. women stars in, and they can't even front the money for that, like that kind of sucks like I don't know
0: are you surprised?
1: No <laughs> not okay, surprised, no. Oh. but it's still bullshit,
0: still disappointed, yeah, yeah. so it sounds pretty pretty typical.
1: This is Eric Saunders
2: you're listening to the slow Life podcast you guys I mean there' was something else that happened this past weekend, right I mean, the UCI debut yeah. of little guy Matt Allen
1: that happened at yeah the Trek
2: Cup in Madison little guy saw That's a photo of a, of a bike, so it looks like you got your bike fixed in time.
0: Yep. Uh, how I got did go? it go? All put together. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular. I got pulled with two to go both days. I think. So uh, nothing amazing. I um, I rolled both my tubulars right before the start on Saturday. Wait, both? Uh, so I both. Okay. So I had to go. B- I had to go B wheels. Okay. Um, at the last minute and you know how it is the brakes were a little off so it was a little weird saturday um and i didn't and you guys both know i race like crap on saturdays
1: oh yeah
0: um, that's true i can vouch so i raced i raced better on sunday but somebody or something hit my front wheel in the mad scramble to the first corner like when we all dove together i think one of those neon guys whose kids i'm not going to name it. you know who i'm talking about spencer those guys <laughs> who always crash me out
1: uh-huh, i yeah.
0: think one of those guys Again, put his derail put his oh. derailleur into my front wheel, but anyway, I came. We came out of the first bit and got on the finishings. like you like did a little prologue and then came on the finishing straight, and my front wheel was wobbling from brake pad to brake pad. <laughs>
1: nice, nice.
0: <laughs> so um, that wasn't good. So I was the last rider down the finishing straight, like well off the back, riding with my wheel wobbling, and <laughs> I went to the pit. And I didn't have pit wheels I had to take one of the I had to take one of the neutral wheels uh-huh and so that kind of took a little bit because they was it a disc they,
2: through axle <laughs> No
0: it wasn't. they actually had just like a like a some sort of zip wheel and um it worked fine, and the tire was fine it was just pumped up really high, so it was a yeah. little weird it took a little time to get used to yeah. um, but any I ended up like almost in the same place anyway so yeah. it didn't really matter but I caught some people and I wasn't last place, so I was happy because I was <laughs> Somebody yelled that I was 30 seconds behind. Well, by the time I came out of the pit, I was 30 seconds down on the person who was doing the worst at that point. <laughs> and so they were pretty far behind. Huh. So I was far back. Um, I had a lot of chasing to do. Um, so it was exciting. It was a fun course this year. They changed a lot of stuff from last year. They had a cool run up, that was a ton of fun. And um, good. they still had that crazy dis- twisty descent thing. And it oh, was yeah. good. I don't know. Nice. It was. I would have liked to have done better, but it did, was as uh, good as I
1: could have before. I, I flew out for that race one time um, to, to do the UCI race. I flew <laughs> from Vegas to San Francisco for a wedding, stayed there for about four hours and got on another plane and flew overnight to Milwaukee where I got picked up from the airport and driven to Waterloo where I did about a half a lap uh, before I was going down that steep hill, grabbed my brakes and the brake, pad like slipped into the front wheel somehow and i flipped over (laughs) the front of the bike and fucking landed on my back and was dead basically and then did not decided not to race (laughs) since i was delirious from flying red eye anyway it was awesome but i remember that course being okay for the the little bit that i did so
2: did you little guy did they send you through the factory this year i heard that there was rumors that they were going to send someone through a factory
0: no, you didn't go through the factory. You rode like down next to the factory, and were on like their loading dock area before you shot up the run up. And the you reason you did I, not ride through the factory because the the Trek um, catalog they had mentioned
2: something about like how they've been trying to get them through the factory, but the UCI has been shutting them down. Hmm. And I was thinking uh, about I, don't know how I was that thinking Jingo but... Cross, where they send them through the barn. <laughs> I
0: was like, how's that legal?
1: It's but... not. There's no possible so, way. So that was oh, yeah, Cyclocross.
0: The, the, the Grinch's layer is not legal, right?
1: No, absolutely <laughs> so, no way.
2: <laughs> so little guy, you were able to compete. That's fantastic. Um, we got a tweet uh, this week. Probably Sorry. my favorite tweet was from Mark Bernard at MKid3. And he goes, hey, guys, screw podium bikes. The new Rage is registration bikes. And, mm-hmm. he's t- and he provides a picture of people bringing their bikes to registration, so that's totally blocking everybody else from getting to the registration table. Well, is that just so they can get a better, like, a race number? Because it's by registration? Yeah, order? like
1: registration whole shot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like they're going to just own it. Like, hey, I'm just going to occupy this area where other people are trying to walk through. Um, yep. And what's funny about that is like that has affected all of us before. You know, something <laughs> yeah, that, like that. Like I've done it before. Like that was just that's the whole next
0: level of podium uh-huh. likes. That's true. So. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool.
1: That was actually at the uh a local race out here, uh called uh Miniman uh cycle cross race. Um which I did uh this past Sunday. It was awesome. It was at a rival orchard, uh, little guy, so or nearby a rival orchard, which I stopped at every afterwards. every
0: Every orchard that's not my orchard is a rival orchard, no matter where they're so, geographically located. Yeah. I will crush them. I bought I some cider donuts
1: them. and some apple cider. You
0: son guess? of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I don't even have cider donuts. You what is a, a cider bitch. donut? It's, a, it's donut a donut with some with apple cider. cider.
1: Uh, it's delicious. Yeah, um, it's really good. So, anyway, I, I got, got a. a cider <laughs> donut. My God i gotta I gotta talk about this race though a little bit because it was pretty rad i did the I did the one cog race um, that was great um, you know the racing itself was really good. Um, the course is wonderful fantastic beautiful course the 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 promoters are amazing they do a great job uh, food trucks everything's just wonderful i can't can't say enough good things about this race mm-hmm. They, they staged me on the front row. I, I, I didn't ask for that, but I'm not saying I take bribes. But they let's up. just say this they race up. this race is amazing. Uh, I would recommend everyone go to it. Spend your hard-earned money. Sign up for the Minuteman uh, Road Club's cyclocross race next fall. So
2: it's not UCI? Nope. It's just like an old-school grassroots cyclocross race. Is it USA Cycling?
1: Oh, yeah. How many people? uh total i don't know but uh all the fields were healthy size you know 30 40 people nice
0: healthy sized. yeah that's a good expression i like uh-huh. that
1: yeah. american, american um, sized um uh, but yeah go check it out it was awesome there was a, a you know like i said i got to start on the on the start on the front row i haven't done that in a long time and uh i was kind of nervous and slipped a pedal so that was that was great i haven't oh. done that in probably five years so I you thought guys you guys did the
2: little tactic where you're clipped in, and then like you have a little bit of pressure on your front brake, so you
0: can mm-hmm. <clears throat> have forward momentum going. For yeah, when you, you, still, release gotta, the you still, still gotta, you still got clip in the other yeah. foot, ah. unless you're some sort of floating ma- magic man.
1: Yeah, I see. This so, guys, nice I still
0: trip. have not done a cyclocross race this season,
2: um, hoping to make my debut debut at the end of the month here for the Halloween cyclocross race, in which I am promoting with a couple of friends of mine. And you know we've kind of slowed up a little bit on the costume ideas that I asked for. So once again, let me know what you're thinking. (laughs) Um, Now, my business partner at Swift, uh, Keith Richards, has a really good idea for us. I think we've got it figured out. Um, I'm pretty excited. Let's just say it contains some uh, face paint.
0: You know what? You should be. I got a good one for you, Tim. Which I be? Do you have any? Do you have like a buddy in the race who you know is going to beat you? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you sh-
1: you, sh- you Tim, Tim, should
0: you should get know them anyone go-
1: who's going to be in the race.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should get them to go as a fifty-six k modem, and you should go as what were the lower ones, like twenty-six k. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. See, and then the first place you get guy goes as fi- DSL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first place guy is DSL. I like that. I mean, because you could build a good little cardboard boxer on yourself. But just says no, guy, we talked last week about they not being a need for a cardboard box.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so Tim, is that I a think, thing I want? Cardboard. <laughs> I think uh, maybe you and your buddy, whoever this is in the race, uh, can get a couple of matching body suits—green, bright green body suits—and you can be those dudes from the uh, from the NHL that sit right next to the uh, penalty the box. Vanks, the Vancouver
2: Canucks guys. Yeah. That are like. Be those... Making all
0: the, the crazy movements.
1: Exactly. Because, you know, it's cyclocross. You're making lots of crazy movements. <laughs> what do these
0: guys do? They make, like, crazy movements next to the penalty box to upset the opposing penalty team. Well, they get, yeah, yes. they
1: get on TV, basically, yeah.
0: So there's a guy sitting
2: in the penalty box, and then right next to him are these two guys wearing green suits, and they're just making all types of crazy gestures, and mimicking them, and, you know, yeah. the, the hockey players
0: get all angry, squirt water at them. <laughs> you know, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Do they get dexter penalty time for squirting water? No. <laughs> hockey is so fucked up. If you squirted water at anyone in a in a cycling race, you'd get thrown out of the race. Like, remember if, when Cipollini threw a bottle at the motorcycle that one time? Oh,
1: uh, yeah, 2003.
0: One time. Again, remember remember G- the one time I
1: remember? Yeah. I mean... That's beautiful. If you did that in hockey, you'd probably get a pay raise. If you did that and you were... Uh, um a pit mechanic, and you were in the pit at a cyclocross race. You could get your rider disqualified according to UCI rules.
0: They were very so at the trek thing. They were very explicit about what you could and could not do with water and hydration. Like at yeah. their instructions, when you started the you race. Do? They're like, I don't know. You could have it on your bike. You go in the pit and get it from another bike, or get fed in the in the pit. I don't know. I didn't have anyone in the pit or any water on my bike, so I just didn't really pay attention. I was. Was it pretty was hot too busy. there, little guy? It was stupid hot. It was like 80 effing degrees. Wow. Um, it was really hot. It was really dusty. It was really bumpy. It's, that's what it always is there. But no, it was it was way too hot. Most people were running bottles yesterday. I didn't bring a bottle cage, so I couldn't put one on. <laughs> so I took it off to go because I was like, I'm going to race across now. It's not the training bike anymore. So I took yeah. the bottle cage off. I have a bottle cage, so... I Oops. should have brought it with because it was. I didn't expect it to be quite so hot. That's so, a very anyway. rational thought process. It was, um, though. I could have just left it on because I can still shoulder the bike with the cage on. Ah. Yeah. Um, eh. What you gonna do?
1: What you gonna do? Oh
0: uh, uh, well, dudes!
2: Another fantastic episode of the Slow Ride podcast. That's it. We don't
0: have anything else to talk about. We're at, do we have more?
1: We're at thirty-five. Minutes. We haven't. minutes. I mean. Oh, we haven't talked
0: about if we had any tweets or any reviews or any emails. I don't All
1: know. Right. Uh well Tim clearly wants I to. I had go. one
0: thing. I had a thing to talk about.
1: What do you got? That
0: the uh the Euro Tour will be decided tomorrow at some little race called the National Slutent Priest Nailed it.
2: What's the what's the Nailed Euro it? tour?
0: It's it's like below. So you know how like Valverde won the world tour. Oh, is this the continental like every, one? Yeah, like every region has their own tour, and and it's our former sixteen place champion Edward Thunes. Okay, um, is like sixteen points behind Buhani. Ooh. Um, so Thunes has to like get first or second or something. He has to finish way up there um, to take back the title, but probably not. Buhani will probably win the title, but. You know, Thunes is riding well. There's a chance he finished like seventh at Paris Tours, so he's in good form. So it's coming down to the wire tomorrow. I tried to find a link to watch this race and I haven't been able to find one yet.
1: Yeah, good luck. So
0: <laughs> I have no I have no recommendations for all you people out there. How you can listen or watch. So a, I don't a know. Tuesday <laughs> afternoon race is going to decide well, the Euro Tour. Yeah, right. A Tuesday mid-October, really coming down to the wire. Probably really exciting. Is no this on like Trebro-Leon Bre- Trey um, level? I think this is like way below Trebro-Leon because you could find coverage of that and <laughs> people know about it. I think this is like just happens to be the last race of the year. So do you think uh, Kofidis goes all out for Buhani to take the win? Well, or I think it's for sure. I mean, why not? You think they, you think they're gonna like botch it for him on purpose? No, maybe just not even show him, show him there. Like, just like, hey, no one knows about this race, so we're not going to go anyway. Well, Thunes has to like win, basically. So, I mean, they probably don't have to do too much. But uh, Thunes Top Sport team, I guess, is going to win the team competition for it. So, oh, nice. despite it's being like a team of basically barely more than amateurs, <laughs> like a developmental squad they're going to win that euro tour compared to all these teams like confidence that have like a zillion dollars
1: like five or six of their dudes though like got called up to like quick steps and and all these teams like this year but that's a bunch of dudes that's not so
0: they did but i mean like thunes is leaving yeah he think he's going to quick everybody's going i don't know yeah but they that's that's what happens to them like every year and then they still they're like consistently good they're like the greatest high school basketball <laughs> team that like keeps being great hey how about speaking of which how about team
2: columbia might be going away did you see that yeah i yeah. did see that it's kind of sad that's sad it yeah. is sad
1: mm-hmm. they
2: they brought a lot of good riders over
1: you sure did Was, they what have, is
2: the reason do you hear why i think just lack of funds i mean i think the government's mm. going to be pulling out some of the money but i mean look at the success that they have brought I mean, look at how many Colombian cyclists now. I mean, it's got to be one of the more popular countries in the, by nationality in the world. I mean, it's very impressive with what they've well, got. So.
0: It's such a shame that they'd pull back now. You know, I mean, it, it, it feels almost like how in the late 80s and stuff you had the Café de Colombia team and you had this great generation of Colombian cyclists. And then they pulled out and you had this big gap for years and years. Until, it was not um, a gap. It was
2: Santiago Botero and he served
0: just fine.
1: Is he Colombian? Yes,
0: he's Colombian. Okay, so we had one really dope cyclist. <laughs> so, ah,
1: let Kelme I didn't Calme know you were a Tarot fan.
0: Oh God, Kelme! What a terrible, terrible team.
1: Well, yeah, but they, they brought a us nice, Valverde though. Nice kit. They had a nice kit.
0: Valverde used to race for Kelme. Yeah, that's why they called him the Green Bullet originally. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. That wasn't even green on their kit, though. It was like a mid green on their kit, like the Kelme said. Well, yeah, green and mint. I mean, really, like lame. they they couldn't call him the minty bullet. <laughs> the gum, the gum shot. It sounds like a new beer from Coors. Yeah, the the mint minty bullet. bullet? <laughs> oh man, get that new mint beer while you can. It's only available for three weeks. It only has sixty-three calories. <laughs> nice. You know, so there is there is. I, I forget her name. I could look it up. I guess um, there's a woman in the pro field at uh, Trek. She she finished like sixth or seventh both days. I think she's sponsored by Michelob.
2: Good for her. There you go. Is she yeah. out of- I mean, I'm, you know, there's a lot of money there. They're not wasting it on Lance anymore. But they've obviously no. invested it in cycling.
1: Yeah.
0: Sort of. Kind of. A little bit.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, I guess hard to complain. They'll take take that paycheck.
0: Yeah. So, little guy. Hold on. I'm going to give um, her some real credit.
1: Yeah. So, you went to Trek Cup. Sonny and... Gilbert. Oh, yeah.
0: Sonny Gilbert. Micheloba Ultra, Big Shark Racing. It's out of St. Louis. Yep. Is it? it okay. Look at
1: getting that market. What? Um, are, yeah, you what little, are you a little regretful you didn't get on an airplane and go to Charm City uh, this, this past weekend, little guy? Seemed like. Uh,
0: I'm not. As we talked about earlier in the podcast, I barely understand what airplanes are, and I'm afraid of technology. <laughs>
1: that's, that's very true. I know, but uh, you should also be afraid of C1s.
0: I'm not really afraid of C1s. They're just like C2s, except powers doesn't come. That's it. Other than that, they're exactly the same. <laughs> There's just powers in one and no powers in the next. Like yeah. was Trek? I don't C1? understand. Yeah, it was C1 Saturday. I don't understand why people people are like, oh man. Like, I'll talk to people and they'll be like, oh, man, this is a C1. I'm worried about the C1. Like, it's the same. It's the exact well, same bike race except Powers is there. Yeah. So that does mean that, like, guys like me have to go a little harder not to get lapped. So I had a better chance Sunday. Powers but is there. But it's not that
1: different. But there's also, like, six or seven or eight other dudes that are also there because he's there and they want to be challenged by the best guys, you know? And uh, but, they're if, th- but they're there the next day, too. I mean, yeah. it's not like they don't leave. But you know where they're not? You know? charm city so if you want to try and but get there's your
0: results yeah 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 but
1: there's a better chance to get you know if you're if you're the guy hunting for the one point you know like that 10th place uh-huh. that's where to go right
0: i guess i i just start feeling like the point hunting i mean it's what it one there's not gonna be enough people with points again at nationals so they're just gonna let in everybody that wants to go they're going to do the same thing they did last year. They're going to be like, oh, sweet. We only have 15 people signed up for nationals. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, so, like, even if you take all the people that have points, maybe only 70% of them can go. Maybe only 60% of them do go. You you end up with this teeny-ass little field. Like, they're going to do the same thing where they're just going to have to let people in by petition. Because not, I mean, my God, how many Cat One twos are there in the country? Like a like the smallest percentage of Cat One Two cross racers actually tries to go to nationals, even if it's a big field. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a total waste of money to
2: go all that way, right? To go all that way to do well, nationals, um, well, where it might get
0: canceled. I mean, um, so that's is, just, where, just bike racing in general. Let's, 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 just, into say, a let's whole just say in general, thing. it's a total waste of money to do bike racing.
1: Well, you know they <laughs> yeah. set up the uh, they just released the the national schedule and that caused a big kerfuffle on the internet um, they switched things up a really? little bit and uh the masters are pissed everybody's pissed um you know cuz things got moved around and you know so if you wanted to race your masters category the- you race on Tuesday and you can't hang out until Sunday to do the to watch the elite race and things like that so but oh, they uh, they made the
0: masters not been so
1: well they they made room for an industry race which you know, I'm, I'm excited to see who our in- bicycle that? industry national champion is. Um, they've mm-hmm. got something on the schedule called a donut race. Ooh! Uh, they've Wait, got like what a, happens in that? No idea. No Wait, explanation. What happens in the donut race? There's no explanation, but I want to be donut national champion. <laughs> uh, I think they've hmm. got like a collegiate relay race. They've got all kinds of ridiculous stuff on there, so it's uh, it's a kind of a mess. Nobody's happy, basically. That, they, wait, took, they took so something you know, people weren't okay. really happy with and made it worse.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. I, I'm going to go to that.
1: <laughs> now, so North Carolina, Asheville. Uh, it's coming up. I'm well, sure at least it's fine. not
0: Reno, man. I mean, Reno's Reno's already uh, causing controversy, and it's, yeah. I don't know, forever right. away?
1: Yeah, Reno will be... It's not
0: causing any controversy. It looks amazing.
1: It'll be 2017, right, Reno? I saw a video of the, that. When's um, Hartford in there? 2018. 2018?
0: That. Okay. Dude, I'd hang my hat in Hartford.
1: Okay.
2: That's 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 gonna be the last race for little guys in Hartford.
0: No, probably not. But I mean, I just, I just wanted to reference some Promise Ring. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good
1: job. On this show.
0: Oh, you guys! I think there's a fly in my wine. Yeah, there's a fly in my wine.
1: Is that another Promise Ring reference that I don't know?
0: No, that that's like actually real. Like I looked over at my wine and a fly has landed in it and it's just on the top of my it's trying to get out, but it's not. Uh, and it's too far down in the wine glass, my finger can't reach it. Anyway. Riveting stuff. Um that's real stuff. Hey, before we go, I wanted to give a shout out to um. Corey and Sissick from uh, the local area here. You guys know her. She was one second behind Katie Compton in 14th place. That's awesome at, at the trek. And so I was really—I mean, she had a great race. Um, a lot of locals had great races, but wow, she's that's... one second behind Katie Compton. I was really pulling for her to catch her. She was gaining on her the last wow. lap, and that's a great Compton. Like, with all that res- could be like the moment. With all due respect, know? I mean, that's
2: kind of a bad result for uh Katie at her sponsor's race. Was there something outside of it? I, I mean, know. I know how good Cory Cooken is. This isn't taken away from her effort, but yeah. we're talking Quote. one of the best racers in the world. Did something happen?
0: I don't know. You know, so uh Saturday Compton was kind of yo-yoing with the front group, but they came in for uh four women into the last lap. And they went into the woods. Three came out. <laughs> Uh Katie Compton was not there, and then she came out and she was like covered in dirt and looks like she went down. So I I don't know if she was feeling the effects from going down okay. the previous day, but mm. she just never seemed to be um, really in the mix on Sunday. She's been, uh, um, known but she to stayed have, in,
1: like the asthma attacks too.
0: Yeah, and it was really hot and crappy. I gotta say though, like I, I gained more respect for Katie Compton that she stayed in the race and she didn't just pull out. Like I can see a lot of people like you know, I mean, like, she basically. Just dominates everything in America, and she's not right now, and that's got to be hard after like what she's won eleven national championships or something in a row. row. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: Yeah. and obviously she's the most dominant American cross racer ever. Um, So to to stay in it and like be able like I mean that just psychologically that's got to be hard. And so the fact that she's just like she's doing these races even though she's not quite yet at peak form, um, and that even when she's having like. You know, like, fourth is an off day for her. So when she's, like, in the teens, that's, like, a way off day. But that she stays in it and she, like, kept on it and raced the whole time and didn't seem like she was, like, ah, oh, I'm giving up or anything. I mean, she just, like, kept racing. Hmm. And, yeah, I mean, anyway, more respect to her for still racing. It was, I think that's some good points. Be
2: cool. It, I mean, I'm going to have to use that for when I'm way off the back because <laughs> I've never won anything close. But if she can you stay always- in it then I'm not going to quit. Like,
0: for real. Yeah, that it's, a- it's, totally, it's totally different. Like, if you, like, win everything, yeah. I mean, can you imagine, like, being, like, I mean, like, you get a result that's still a, a good result at a national level race, but it's, like, just, I mean, it's not at all what you, you do. I mean, it's definitely got be, to be difficult and whatever. So more respect to her that she stays in it. Man. That's hard. Well, cool. Well, guys, that was an awesome episode
2: of the Slow Ride Podcast.
0: Yeah. It was good. That was good. nice
2: catching up. I'm happy to be back in the States and not in Kona.
0: Yeah. That's in the States though. You, you do know that Is it? That's part of our country. <laughs> it's been for a while. So most of I'd say all your lifetime. <laughs> at least. Thank you,
2: thank you, thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. You make this so much fun for us and we do appreciate it. Continue to email us at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we've got a nice email we're gonna get to next week. Um, talking about uh, accidents and who's at fault, and then we've got a um, Twitter account at the Slow Ride Pod. Tweet us—we love reading tweets on the air—and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. We'd like to thank BK1 for the use of his track "Tema Du Cannibal" off the album "Radio Du Cannibal," available on Rhyme Centers Entertainment. Awesome album! Mm-hmm. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to us on iTunes, and then definitely leave us a review. We're a little light on reviews. There's no reviews this week to read. So, Damn. with that being said, I now have faking. to give you the most important advice ever. Okay. Always, always wear spandex <laughs> and wave at your fellow spandex clown suit <laughs> wearing nerds when you pass them out there on the road. Now, is that wave because at everybody.
0: Time is time is training time so that you get in more i mean you're just getting in the miles like you're at work and you've still got it on underneath yes so. if you got it on you have to wave
1: if you got
2: it on you got to wave at a bike mhm as for us we'll catch we'll catch up with you again next week and until that time don't be that guy the
1: slow ride podcast bikes and and rumors straight from the source the and on Twitter at the Slow Ride
0: Slugin Priest Put Kapilin.
1: Nailed it.